Hello, I am so glad that you're joining us for my next episode of Priceless Backstories. I am super excited to welcome into my home a good friend of mine, Elizabeth Ball. Elizabeth serves with Oregon Printing Communications in the role of customer engagement. This role allows her to provide organizational marketing and philanthropic support to internal and external customers. She endeavors to help give voice to those who desire to tell and share their story effectively. Guys, Elizabeth, who I like to call Liz, she is a cheerleader at heart. She serves as a personal style expert outside of her day job. She and I have had the opportunity to cheer um, elementary kids on on a Monday morning as they are getting to school at this thing that we call the clap-in. Um, and I got to see a whole different side of her during that time because she genuinely is a woman who brings joy to the people around her. So she is a monthly clap-in volunteer. She visits the sick and shut-ins at local assisted living communities. She is on a variety of local boards, an active member of the Wright State Alumni Association and the Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. Liz is quite the treat. She is gratefully married with four children and five grandsons and two granddaughters. She intentionally seeks to walk out 1 Corinthians 13, 7, which says, Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Guys, we talk all the things today. We talk about dream trips, a trip that she recently had with her mom to Italy and France. Uh, we talk about living intentionally in 2023 and rhythms to start our day. You might even hear a song um, that you'll be inspired by called A Little More Jesus. So don't be afraid to sing along with us, to dance along with us, and enjoy this next episode of Priceless Backstories with Elizabeth Ball. Hello and welcome to Priceless Backstories podcast. I'm your host today, Amy Price Bromberg. I'm excited to welcome into my home today and welcome on the podcast, my good friend, Elizabeth Ball. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to have you. Cool. Well, welcome to, sh- welcome to the show. I'm going to refer to Elizabeth as Liz because that's just naturally what, what I call her that's in our, our friendship. friendship. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Not everyone can do that, though. Oh. Not everyone can do that. <laughs> I feel special right now. I feel special. Well, um, yeah, just to give you guys a little bit of insight. Liz and I, we actually met um, many years ago when I was serving at Wright State University with Athletes in Action. And um, being on staff with Athletes in Action, um, I had moved back to Wright State. I played softball at Wright State University, got an education degree, and had come back to help start. Go Raiders! Yeah, right up. And I came back to help start AI on campus. Um, And I remember praying one day that the Lord would um, connect me with someone who was working at the university who was a person of peace. Oh, wow. And I know it sounds like such a big thing, right? But I had asked the Lord for that. And um, that day I'd walked into the student union. And one of the few people that I had met that particular day um, was Liz right here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Do you remember that day? Yeah, I do, because um, one of the opportunities at the time, I was in this Office of Student Activities uh, focused on leadership, actually, yeah. and student um, student organizations. Okay. And so I remember us having a conversation. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, how awesome is it that we're going to have really, truly a faith-based found- 
foundational organization that's reaching out not only internally to our students, but externally and yes. getting them involved and plugged in. So I, I do remember that day. And I was Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And what was your, you had a connection. I remember when I mentioned athletes in action. Is it one of your, my son, one of your kids? Yep. My yeah. son. So actually my, so both my kids were athletes in high school okay. and then played while well, my daughter played golf her freshman year in college and um, got away from athletes in action only okay. because of her schedule and not being able to fit it in, if you will. My son, on the other hand, with baseball, um, was connected at Ball State, and then he's gone on to actually coach baseball. Oh, very cool. Where's yeah. he coaching he baseball? He's at Butler University now. Okay. Yeah. Butler Bulldogs. Butler Bulldogs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's really cool. Um, yeah. So since then, like, Definitely for me, my first impression of of Liz, I could just tell that she was someone, it, and maybe some of you can relate to this, like, you were a person who I'm like, I want to be around her, you know, like you had a magnetic personality that had like an energy or an energetic side to you. And um, I could just tell that that you were a person that was like really calm or like a peaceful type person. Um, So it wasn't a huge surprise when I found out that you were a believer in Christ. You know, I'm like, of course she is. Of course I am. Yeah. That's the foundation. Totally. We live in a chaotic world, um, regardless of, of where we are in our journey. There's just always distractions and noise and, yeah. and things. And so for me personally, yeah. I have to have that grounding and that steadfastness of, okay, if you will, my lifeline, right? And I know every morning I have that peace time with the Lord. I also know that there are times throughout the day where I just mm. pause you know, things are a little, things are getting a little hectic. And my favorite thing, yeah. we just did it actually go outside. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what the weather's doing. doesn't, it doesn't matter. Go outside because it's a shift in your perspective immediately. So I know that you have just your own story, your backstory, as well as the things that matter to you, the things you're passionate about mm-hmm. even today. Like these are things that like, I want others to be able to hear as well. Thanks. So thanks for being here. Um, we're going to start off with the first four. Okay. And, uh, so the first four questions, just to get to know Elizabeth, you know, um, initially before getting into more of her story. Mm-hmm. So the first question I have for you is what city did you grow up in? Sturgis, Michigan. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So when I say O-H. I say N-O. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. So go blue. And so, yes, I was crushed recently yes in the whole football arena and all things for those of you that follow sports you know what I'm talking about and then of course I was elated when unfortunately stay ahead of the game yeah you guys were ahead most of the time it was not a happy new year for Buckeye fans when the clock struck midnight um but yeah we can maybe empathize together maybe during this time we can be compassionate (laughs) towards each other yeah, it's always a fun rivalry, um, the, the Ohio State-Michigan football rivalry. Absolutely. So you grew up in, what was the name of the city? Sturgis. Sturgis, mm-hmm. Michigan. Um, now for those uh, Ted Lasso fans out there, anybody that watches Ted Lasso, this is for you. What animal best represents your personality? Is it a panda? <laughs> Or is it a little man? So it will be neither of those. And I do, I am a Ted Lasso fan. However, I'm also a sorority girl. And so elephant 
is the animal that would most represent me. And for those of you that are animal lovers, um, you will know that elephants are all about the community. It's all about really Mm. family and not leaving anyone behind, being careful about the herd and they have fantastic memories. And so Mm. um, I think that that really does represent myself, my personality and things of that nature. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good answer. <laughs> Thank you. So number three, what's your favorite thing to do in the winter? Like <laughs> <laughs> my warm vacation spots to go to. <laughs> so I'm not a yes. winter person. Yeah. Um, it's pretty. And I was grateful for snow mm-hmm. on Christmas. I thought, oh, wow, this is, this is great. Um, after Christmas, I was ready for it to go. I was good with that. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I know winter comes, we're in the Midwest, that it is what it is. Um, I do like to ice skate, though. And really? So we're here in Dayton, Ohio, and we have a great park system. There's a Metro Parks. I don't, yeah. Have you been to Riverscape? Yeah, down at Riverscape, yeah. yeah. So, and it's just a cool way to spend some time, a couple hours. Yeah. Get some exercise. For sure. Outside, yeah. All the things. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Um, number four, what are you listening to lately? So whether that is music, um, a certain show or a podcast, just what, yeah, what have you been listening to? So the two things that I wanted to share with you is I've been listening to silence. Oh, intentionally. Interesting. Yeah. Let's try it. Okay. It can be a little uncomfortable. <laughs> See, and it's I find different. it soothing. <laughs> And part of it, I think, is, is huh. to your point, getting comfortable hmm. with it being quiet and noticing the things that you don't normally notice. Hmm. Which is cool. The other thing, I am a fan of music and I'll listen to anything at any given day. Um, currently, this goes back to the other mm. question that we were talking about symphony and I'm not very good at remembering who the people are that sing the songs. Yeah. So I'm going to pull it up because I have my, what I consider to be my morning playlist Okay. to get me ready to seize the day and walk with God. So for the first sign, you can even see it. So Charlie Wilson comes up. I'm mm. blessed as a reminder that I am blessed in the midst of whatever's going on. Um, so hold on to that. So this switch. Yeah, go ahead and play it. Okay. If you like well, to. If I can. It always there's always well, there's always an ad, ad, isn't there? Yeah. Unless you hang with us for a minute here for a second. Subscribe. Nah. So this is called Symphony. Yes. By Switch. Is it Switch or Switch? Mm-hmm. Switch. Switch. And what I really enjoy are the lyrics. Okay. Does it make you want to like, it makes me want to like sway a little bit. Huh. 
Okay. So that is my go-to, go-to. So that, so that comes on after I'm blessed. And then my last one, you asked what I was listening to. <laughs> this is um, probably because I find myself not necessarily in battle. However, mm. I would say um, this reminds me to keep my armor on, mm. right? My yeah. full armor, keep it on. And it is a fun jazzy um okay i don't think i've heard this before it's my favorite part Don't be afraid to dance on the other side there. <laughs> okay. This is good. I want you to hear this next Jesus. So you all need to remember this. Seriously. Seriously. Wow. Every morning in that order. Yeah. I'm blessed. A reminder. Huh. Also a reminder, I guess. Thank you, Holy Spirit, uh, about the distractions, hmm. you know, so symphony and, and I'm believing you, God. I know you're working it out, whatever it is. What I don't even know what it is, but you're working it out. And then a reminder, I need a little more Jesus. And, the, and you know, there were more moments today even that I just yeah. said, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no one else yeah. knows what's going on, but I'm like, ooh, Lord. Mm. Yes. That's like, but really though, that's a good reminder that sometimes like we, we know, we do know what's going, not just sometimes, we know what's going on in our own lives, oh, yeah. but as we're walking to the grocery store or to work or to dropping kids off school or mm-hmm. whatever the things are that God already has ordained in that day for us. There's just things co- that come up, right? And that's some of the chaos you're talking about. But then there's also things that are going on inside us, oh, you know, internally. And so just that reality that like, we're not the only ones facing that. Like yeah. every person has a story. Absolutely. Like you're kind of saying they're like, every person has a story. And so though we can't see what's going on in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one, it's important to be in those friendships to to be able to share with our friends. This is what's going on even today yep. for the two of us to talk before this podcast and really say, 
this is what's up in our world. Like, let's pray, you know, let's talk about it. Um, but then also that, I love that reminder. Like, I would love for you to actually send me that song. Absolutely. Um, who's the artist? Erica. Erica Campbell. Yep. Erica okay. Campbell. Erica Campbell, a little more Jesus. That reminder that oh. does, don't all of us, like oh, all of us. I'm a little more Jesus. Not to be a little more saved. No. But. No. I just need you. We need. I need you. Him. And I'm clear. Yeah. That I need you. Yes. <laughs> and it, to your point about peace and all of the things, which I know mm. that is all the grace of God. Because yeah. it's not Liz. Because Liz has her schedule and she has her plan and she has these these things to do. Totally. Yeah. And to your point, even today, which is a Friday, however, it, as I say, it was my Monday Friday because there mm. were all these additional things that other people had needs that I sought to meet. Sure. And it required me to pause intentionally and and not get into my flesh about, okay, I came in extra early. I have three lists. I'm not hmm. being productive with either of these lists. And now I'm listening mm-hmm. and Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, as I'm leaving in preparation to get here, a reminder it is about the God in me. Hmm. It's it's always about the God. Always, in me. yeah. And so, am I doing what my my Father wants me to do, which is to love? You know, love God, love others. Period. Period. Hmm. And so, if my coworker, or my teammate is saying, you know, I'm having a moment, or I didn't understand this email, or I know you have a meeting, but can I just? talk to you about this or can we huddle for a moment mm-hmm. and maybe that was not on my list in fact it wasn't on my list sure however if i'm in alignment and i want to stay in alignment then i make the time and in the process i'm listening and i'm saying god okay show me you show me how i can reflect to you how i can be helpful here show hmm. me and even if it's not for me to know, just show me how to just represent you well, hmm. you know, not to have the stink eye <laughs> <laughs> or to be looking at my watch. Like really, you said it's going to take three minutes and it's a half an hour. Yeah. Yes. And is that what, like, is that what it means to, you just made me think of this, but like to, to pray without ceasing. Right. Because yes. it's like a lot of us, you know, we think of pr- the the verse that talks about pray without ceasing. It's like, how do we do that? Because yeah. we still need to like do the thing mm-hmm. right on our calendar. All yeah. All of those things. Right. <laughs> you know, for a volleyball player, you're not like praying as you're going to hit your, you know, it's not like this, you know, trying to do both at the same time. But um, or can I just take a moment? Right. And pray mm-hmm. on the football field in between, you know, in the middle of somebody running and trying to get like a first down. But yeah, is that what it looks like for you, or what does it look like for you to Absolutely. pray without ceasing? The mm moments. Yeah. The mm. And yeah. the pauses to say, okay, Lord, mm. you know, okay, I'm holding on to your hand. Mm. Yeah. More importantly, though, I need you to hold on to my heart because I know that's where all of these other things are going to happen. My thoughts are going to happen based upon my heart. My actions are going to happen based upon my heart. The words that I speak either to someone or about someone, it's going to happen from my heart. So, Lord, I'm holding on to your hand. Hold on to my heart. That's so good. Hold on to my heart. Hold on to my heart and help me. And so, mm, Lord. Mm. Because at the end of the day, it, it, 
at the end of the day, I want to hear and I want to be able to receive well done, right? Mm -hmm. My good and faithful servant. And I know I'll be accountable. I might not be thinking about today, tomorrow, Mm -hmm. but tonight as I journal, you know, I'll be asking myself, okay, how, how was I helpful? Were there opportunities to be more helpful? Did I listen? Hmm. Was I paying attention? And that's another reason I try really to get quiet, to pay attention to what's going on around me. You know, I have seven teammates that um, are on what I consider the other side of the wall. So I don't interact with them unless I make the effort. Okay. And so I make the effort. But when they come to my side of the wall, how are they walking? Is their body language positive? Is somebody, their head down, they're, they're moving slower or are they moving really rapidly? Is there, is there purpose in their step or is there something else going on with them? Mm-hmm. Have they said good morning? Have they said hi? Have I made eye contact? And all of those things are, are part of the, mm, you yeah, know, really good. if I'm going to have the heart of Jesus, if I'm serving him, well, if I'm loving others, that means I'm paying attention mm. I'm, and I'm asking the question, how are you? Yeah. And I'm waiting for the answer. I'm not, how are you doing? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> As you're walking past. <laughs> good to see you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pausing and saying sure yep and that's that is genuinely what jesus did so well right and so it's like we want to be like if we want to be like jesus we do right we do i want to walk like jesus i want to love like jesus i want to serve like jesus i want to be like jesus i want people to encounter what jesus is like you know when they encounter me right and so in that reality is that we're not perfect i'm not perfect like Jesus, right? <laughs> but but the reality is that Jesus lives in us when we give our life to Christ. And so what does it look like for us to slow down and notice people the way Jesus, you know, notices people? I love period. that, Liz. Yeah, period. period. You know, um, I think it's easy also because we're human sure. to get wrapped up in title and position, right? Oh, yeah. such and such is coming from such and such organization. Oh, oh. <laughs> and however... Jesus doesn't care. God does. And he's no respecter of persons. So yeah. let us hmm. be no respecter of persons. Sure. Let us, again, the delivery driver, the, the person who's cutting the grass or shoveling the snow hmm. or, or um, because our office is near downtown, I have the awesome opportunity some mornings to see people who look like appear to be homeless. So, okay. Yeah. So, do I have a goodie bag that I can share? Or if they seem cautious of me because I'm a morning person. So sometimes sure. I'm coming out of the car and I'm like, because <laughs> I've heard the songs and I'm jazzed yeah. up and I'm ready to go. And it's Friday Eve or it's Friday, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm make it happen Monday. <laughs> like, oh my God. Are you always like this? It's 7.30. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's the best part of the day. Liz, I experienced this recently at at the Clappin at at a local elementary school. Um, you had invited me, and we, you know, our athletes access staff team has been going to serve right after school um, at Fairview Elementary School, and just I have, and as well as EJ Brown, and I, I just have like utmost respect for the teachers there and the way that they just are doing it, you know, they're caring for the kids or yeah. 
they totally are. Yeah. And so when you had mentioned that you go on, what is it? Once a month. It's once a month. It's the and, second yeah. Monday of the month. It's coming up actually. And what time does that start, Liz? <laughs> 645. Sure. 645, which sure. again, for me, I've been up for a couple hours. Okay. Thinking about our our children though. Yes. That's the thing. In fact, I was just having this conversation with another um, woman who is, I'm a Nana. So, mm-hmm. you know, when my kids were going to school, it yeah. was closer to eight o'clock. It was. Yeah. Now our little people, as you have witnessed, are supposed to be in the school building and ready to learn at 7 a.m. <laughs> there are adults. In fact, I have team members that are like seven thirties too early, let alone. Sure. Ready to go at 7 a.m. Hmm. So it's early. the best way, if I'm serving as a volunteer, is to, okay, Lord, you know, you have allowed me to really have great communal with you. Let me spread that. Hmm. Let me share that. Let me represent you well. Sure. And it's the best way to yeah. start. <laughs> to bring joy, to bring energy, to welcome the kids on that. I think Monday morning Monday and morning. just say, we're glad you're here. I know it's a Monday, but we're glad you're here. We're, it's a great day for a great it's day. A great or day. It's a good day for a great day. You know, depending on, yeah. and just to remind them that they matter. Hmm. I would love to have a clap in in my office. Sure. If I came into work, <laughs> call, there's a line of people saying, hey, I'm, I'm glad you're, glad you're here. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be an idea. Hey, I'd say that's not a bad idea, you know, like get that thing multiplying around the city of Dayton. <laughs> so much sure stuff could be done. Yeah. And then so much stuff could be undone. Hmm. I mean really. Really think about how in the first thing in the morning when you came, we just got along. Hmm. You know, we're focused on yeah. Covering and and engaging and lifting up, yep. you know, and embracing. What if everybody got to start their day hmm. every day? Every day, every yeah, day. for what sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would love to uh, to move in a little bit more. Absolutely. I'm enjoying this conversation. Absolutely. You have recently taken a dream trip, yes. yes. Um, and I would love for you to to share with us about this dream trip. Um, yeah. I would love to. So as you and I talked a little bit about the fact, so my mother and I, um, one of the reasons I wanted to make sure that I put Elizabeth, because only my my circle, if you will, yeah. that's me, Liz, but I'm named after my mother okay, and named after my grandmother and it's Elizabeth Ann. And mm. so it means something. It didn't always mean something to me. And that is because my relationship with my mother um, especially in my teen years was so fractured. Mm. You know, I love and respect my mother, always have. However, understanding her as a woman and as a person is starting to unfold on a, to- a deeper level, mm. such a deeper level. And so when she said, oh, a year ago, I'm going to Italy, she just sort of announced it to my family, okay. I'm the oldest of five. And so it was like, mm, okay. And 
my siblings and I, and there are three of us alive now. And so the three of us started talking about it. Well, the last time she went to Italy, she went with dad. And my Mm -hmm. dad's been gone for six years. And so as the oldest, I was like, well, she can't go alone. We got to figure that out. And honestly, I thought my sister was going to go because at that time, my sister wasn't working. I had a new job. So I was like, oh, logistics, blah, blah, blah. We'll see. However, as God would have it, I was the one that had the opportunity to go. Hmm. And he yeah. allowed that in a season of transition for me, um, figuring out my space and place in this new organization, Oregon. I mean, I was probably seven months in and announcing to this new team. So I'm about to go out of the country for three weeks. Sure, yeah, that's a tough ask, isn't it? <laughs> Especially since I really sure. didn't have any vacation. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh. however, God is faithful. Hmm. I didn't know I needed the time. I did. I didn't. I didn't know that I needed the opportunity to not only travel with my mom, but to travel with God hmm. and to travel with our tour guides. I will never forget Giuliano. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the shenanigans that he and my mother got into. Okay. So just those moments and the memories and and the time um conversations. Mm. You know, I uh, grew up Catholic. I was raised Catholic. I am mm-hmm. not practicing Catholic anymore. Um I'm more non-denominational and to find myself having conversations about faith and about mm. relationship and and about my mother's journey to better understand not only her relationship with God, her relationship with my father, mm. her relationship with other women, and then being able to see, you know what? Okay, so I'm like my mom in these ways. I'm different from my mom in these other ways. And, and to talk about um, where some of our challenges have been. Mm. So you, know, you and I have talked about this, um, even though I'm a Nana of five grandsons, uh, I have a, one of those passed away. He was the first mm-hmm. Nolan of cancer, two years old. Wow. That stuff shakes your faith. It, sure. it causes you to have, well, it causes me, let me not project. It caused me to have some serious conversations with God. And he already knows when I get there, we're going to talk about this thing mm-hmm. called cancer and yeah. that process of, of death. And especially when it comes to children. So I had two healthy kids. They are adults now. Being able as a grandmother and a mother to console my daughter. I hadn't had that experience. My Hmm. mother had because she had lost children. And so being able to have that kind of conversation during our trip, you know, to ask her about siblings that are no longer here. Hmm. um, And what was her process like to process that, to be able to get into a place where she's not as angry with God. She's not as, um, Finger point. I, I would say that because that's me. That was okay. What's going on, Lord? <laughs> and 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 God would say, in fact, mm. stay with me. Mm. And and I heard clearly, almost like we're talking, stay with me. And so I would share that with my daughters, like Pooh. I I have no words. I don't know. What I do know is God is saying to me, stay with me. Mm. And so I'm going to continue to pour over you ways to stay with Him. Not to to worry about what the doctors are saying. Not to worry about um, 
her husband, Matt, you know, as a mother trying to just process your own stuff, let alone, this is your firstborn Mm -hmm. and he's two and he has cancer and we're going through treatments and there's no answer and there's no why and terminal and he's two. Yeah, he's two. On the flip side of that, as we get through that, to find myself in Italy with my mother to talk Mm. about how did you care for yourself Mm -hmm. losing my brother in an accident, in a blink of an eye? Wow. 19. One minute, we're all together having our own family shenanigans, shenanigans is kind of our word. And so um, doing the things that families do, teasing each other, having dance parties, you know, talking about, remember when you did the, you know, all of the things. Mm. And then the following day, an accident. And that member who was right there laughing and being vibrant and so alive, it's gone. Mm. And so again, I'm a sibling. And at that point, I was a, a young mother, had no idea. How do you process that? Mm-hmm. And now, you know, gosh, 30 some years later, mm-hmm. having a conversation with my mother about how she processed that loss and some of the conversations that I wasn't privy to with her and my daughter. My God, God mm-hmm. was privy to all of it. And God knew, hey, This is the season that you will come alongside your mother Mm. and allow her to share some of these things. Because some of it, you just carry. Sure. You just carry. You know, it it becomes part of your packed luggage, if you will. Mm -hmm. Some of it, um, you're looking to share and you're looking to unpack. But timing and place and opportunity, all of those things so we walked and we mm. talked and, and we ate, oh my gosh, we ate the best food. <laughs> Italian food, Italian, like, like authentic. So gelato. Like people told me before I left, oh, try all the gelato. And I was thinking, yeah. that sounds like jello. I'm not a big jello. <laughs> and, and that was just my yeah. own perception until I got there. Mm. And I tried. Yeah. Like, I'm not a pistachio person, but pistachio gelato is yummy. <laughs> Who knew? I didn't know. I would not have guessed that either. Yeah. Like, yeah. Chocolate, of course. Like, how many flavors are there of gelato? Oh, do, do you, I don't even know. It wasn't like there was a sign like Baskin no, Robbins where there's like this many flavors. That would have been very helpful. Yeah. So you can check just, them off, you know? I, right. But I just kept <laughs> trying different ones as people okay. suggested. I said, oh, sure. sure. Let's try that. So yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> it was wonderful to see cathedrals. Mm. Oh my god! Wow! To walk cobblestone roads. Yeah. To see lanes that cars are going down that are one probably half of a lane that we use on our highway mm-hmm. was crazy for me. <laughs> it was just absolutely crazy and crazy fun and crazy awesome. And mm. God was so with us. Um, we went to Paris. Okay. Man, this is like so sweet. It was so yeah. amazing. So I, I like fashion. Like I don't know fashion, but I like fashion. We were in Paris and I, this is a God thing during Paris fashion week. What is this? Is this like a 
a runway type thing? Oh, or is, is it like all the shops were open? Yeah, like what was taking place? So are you just give us a glimpse. With um, Fashion Week in New York, maybe not. Maybe some of you Not so much. Yeah, you're probably the most so. <laughs> uh, highly fashion friend that I have. Sorry, no offense to any friends out there, but you are high on that list in fashion list. So. <laughs> It is not me. I'm not super aware. And Pinterest. (laughs) So there's this thing called Fashion Week that happens in New York. Well, it happens in Paris and Milan. Oh. And so basically all of the new looks, if you will, for the upcoming year are previewed there first. Okay. Wow. (laughs) So for someone who likes that kind of thing, who's just curious about the so looks cool. and all the stuff. <laughs> wow. And we walked the streets mm. of Paris and we rode the double decker bus. And I saw different people that mm. looked really famous. Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it's a very cool experience. Yeah. Amazing. 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 Mm. Amazing. Sounds very amazing. amazing. And I just, what I hear you saying too is just the the space in the just the opportunity to get to, to do life with your mom, like, like in this season of both of you being adults, like we've talked about this before, like getting to know your mother might as well, like as an adult, it's, it's different. It's It's, in some ways, I think it's better personally, you know, than, than when we're like teenagers or, you know, it's just so different expectations. Sure. I did. Maybe you guys are just so much (laughs) more progressive than I was. Um, when my mom, I'm trying to think. So one like crucial point in my childhood was, and probably like most of you, I knew I was going off to college. I couldn't wait to be on my own. And I wasn't going to have to do this, 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 and that. Yeah. And all of the things. And I had turned 18. Um, and my mom asked me to wash the dishes. Okay. You know, I'm the oldest of five. And it seemed like, it felt like at the time that I always have to wash the dishes. <laughs> and and I said mm. no in a nice way. Like, no. Because she says, Hey, will you wash the dishes? And I said, no. And I kept walking, which, so just a little parentheses. In the African-American family, typically you do not say no to your elders. And typically, <laughs> if you do, there are immediate repercussions. Mm-hmm. So my father oh boy. <laughs> heard the conversation. Yeah. I mean, like, stealth. He was, I I was coming to my bedroom door and he was already there. He's like, what did I hear you say to your mother? I was like, well, oh my gosh. she, in immediate, you know, 18 and I already knew, but I was kind of feeling bold. And <laughs> she asked a question and I answered the question, but I also understood it really wasn't a question. It yeah. was more of a directive. <laughs> It's a directive that was posed as a question. Right. And um, yeah. so my mother got down every dish, like the good china oh, no. and the silver and all of the, like the tchotchke glasses at the top of the mm. thing and thought, oh, you will wash all the dishes. Mm. And I remember doing that in tears and just praying to God, one day when I leave, they'll be so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And we talked about that. <laughs> Paris is a mom. 
do you remember hmm. when you asked me to, and so she said immediately when I told you, and I said, well, it wasn't, you said, will you? That's a question. <laughs> will you? And she said, no, it wasn't a question. It was a polite way of telling you. Yeah. I said, well, we're going to agree to disagree on that. I said, but do you remember taking all of the dishes out? And she was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she goes, and do you remember washing? And I was mm. like, yeah. And in tears, I remember that. And I was so like, <clears throat> yeah. And I remembered the next day how the Lord spoke to me mm. about honor. Mm-hmm. My father, my mother, honor. And I was pricked, you know, in that moment, did you do what I've called you to do? And I was just like, oh, Lord, <laughs> <laughs> you saw how she said mm-hmm. what she said. God, I was like, I don't care about that. Yeah. I care about you and what I've told you to do. Mm-hmm. And yes, you were about to go off to college. Are you going to honor me? So if if you're having an issue here, yeah, we're gonna have a bigger issue out there. Hmm. And I remember <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> one day, I'm, you're gonna be sorry. And, you know, talking about it mm. not that long ago. We're laughing about it. However, sure. one of the things that she and I were able to get to is how in her mind it was about discipline. Hmm. In her mind, it was about establishing and maintaining that respect. I am your mother Hmm. at the end of the day. It doesn't matter if it sounds like a question or if it sounds ridiculous. Hmm. I'm your mom. And if I ask you or direct you, the answer should be, Hmm. will be, uh, I'll hold. Okay. You know, and, and I'm thinking back to moments where my own daughter and I had that, hey, mm, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, I don't think you fully understood. Ruth yeah. <laughs> wasn't a question. It was more like a directive. <laughs> and her saying, oh, okay, well, I'll get to that. Or, you know, mm. so having those conversations, to mm. your point, yeah. now is so sweet mm-hmm. I, I know you could hear me on the phone when I was coming in and I talked to my mom more than I ever thought I would when I was in my teens definitely I thought oh I'm out of Sturgis now for those of you that want to know Sturgis is this really small community at the very bottom of the map very close to Indiana <laughs> Cow tipping, Amish, great community, small, 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 small. So I thought when I left Sturgis, woo, I was going to the big city. I was going to do big things. And I was never coming back to Sturgis. Hmm. And I forgot my parents probably weren't moving, right? And and they are settled in, they're rooted in because they raised their kids there. So sure. as I think about it now, and as mom and I talk, you know, she's in her mid-70s, and we talk about, okay, what's next? You know, unfortunately, my dad's no longer here. So um, where does she want to be? You know, we love the Midwest. It's not necessary for her to stay in the Midwest. I want her to go somewhere south so I can go visit her in the warmth <laughs> yeah. during the winter. And as we talk about mobility and all the things, we know that, you know, warmer weather is probably better and, and all of those things. However, mm. when you think about 
relationship and you think about the foundation and you think about community, all the things that are important for right relationship and continued impact. Mm. It matters, you know, and, and the things that she's familiar with, like she, when she comes here, she likes to drive and she likes to drive herself. She wants me to direct where she needs to go, which of course drives me crazy because I'd rather just drive. <laughs> <laughs> However, yeah. what she's trying to do is learn how to navigate so she can feel more comfortable and, and get here and come and visit and stay for a couple mm. weeks and get to the mall and all the things without necessarily needing me to show her or help. And of course, technology helps, but it's different when you do it on your own, you know, but again, to be able to have that conversation woman to woman, you know, hey, I'm really concerned about my sense of direction. You and your dad really have a good sense of direction. I get lost in Sturgis. You know? yeah. And it's like, oh, that's <laughs> good to know that, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That makes me more excited to have you drive in the city of Michigan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. To have time. I mean, those three weeks when people said, whoa, and, and especially my siblings were like, mm, you're going to be with mom for three weeks? Sure. Like, yeah. It's going to be great. We're going to have lots to do, lots to talk about, and lots of food to eat, and it'll be fun. It, it was more hmm. than I could ever hoped for when we talked about relationship, Amy. Yeah. It was so evident. It was clear. And some of the things that I wrote when I was there is that, Lord, I I see hmm. the lesson that you were preparing me to learn in preparation for this moment. Yeah. To be able to be open to put down my expectations of who my mother was as my mm -hmm. mom or as a community member because she was so bigger than life when I was a teenager and even in my 20s in that small town. She mm -hmm. was a big fish in a small pond. And so me, when I'd come home, and be like, oh, you go in the crowd, or, oh, you're Liz O'Dell's daughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great that's my claim to fame you know and then you grow up and you become more mature and you think you know what that's so cool Mom. Mm. good for you that people know not only who you are but the impact to our community that you've been making mm. over this whole time and that's important and it's relevant and that's again a reflection of your relationship with god that's allowed you to do that because a couple of the things that we haven't talked about and i know we will get to is you know being a woman of color mm -hmm. in a small amish community that does not have a lot of diversity um being a woman of color and of faith navigating boardrooms mm. you know she was navigating boardrooms before it was in vogue to navigate boardrooms and to yeah. break glass ceilings and it, at this juncture i can look at that and, and value that in my teens and in my 20s what i felt and saw and, and we again we've been able to unpack it a little bit was my mom being selfish with her time her her career was her focus and yeah. you know from where i sat then mm. her her priority wasn't me as her daughter or her family but was this well now mm. you know knowing oh my gosh you built this organization really from the ground up and you did all these things it takes time mm. it requires sacrifice yeah 
definitely have a better understanding of that today and a totally deeper respect hmm. for it today. That is so amazing because the, I'm not kidding. The two words that were just in my mind as I was listening was like, when we seek to understand and you just said, I have a better understanding, like what does it look like to create space to seek to understand the people in our lives and, and even our adult parents, you know, like, and so, yeah, as we seek to understand what I heard in you was that there's a greater respect oh, you have for your mother. And that's what you just said, right? There's a sense of respect because you were, you're able to understand and see more of what it was like in her shoes oh when she was an adult, mm -hmm. right? Mothering. Trying to juggle. Yeah. You know, raising your family with your dad. And that's the thing. And yeah. you, I'm a woman of color yeah. in an environment that is requiring sacrifice. Mm -hmm. I cannot even imagine, Amy, if I were this age or younger, raising a family and trying to work 40, 50, really, let's be honest. If you are doing a career and you are really trying your darndest to be proficient and rise up, it's yeah. 50 to 60 hours. Hmm. So what are you sacrificing? What is your yes costing you, right? It, mm -hmm. Because it's costing you something. My yes to this is costing me something here. By the grace of God, and I, you know, to be able to talk with my mom about balance, what does that look like? It's different. Hmm. It's so different. And to know, you know, one of the things to know, I don't have to make choices that those choices that she was making because I don't have little people at home. You know, she was trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to get my kids to their practice? How am I going to make sure my husband feels, you know, validated or what, you know, respected and, and that we are in a partnership. His heavy lift at work is different than my heavy lift at work, mm. you know, all of the things. And one of the things that I, you know, I think about when I think about my dad is he faithfully would introduce my mom as this is my wife. And then go on and on and on about whatever her title or accomplishment. Mm. But the first title, this is my wife. Mm. And I know, you know, the things that he would say to us is good. You know, that's your mom. Mm -hmm. It's your mom trying to remind us, in my opinion, now of all the roles and hands mm. and, and responsibilities that she carries. You know, totally, at, at this point, totally different respect. Mm. And, ah, get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for sharing that, Liz. Like, there's, there's so much, like, just richness in there that I feel like we can unpack more and more. Mm -hmm. Which we will on our own at a coffee shop yes, one day after, absolutely. and we'll be able to share both of our stories there. Um, I, one of the the best things my sister and I have done is we've really grown in our friendship. Like the last probably ten or twelve years, is just started doing summer vacations together. And because it is, it's it's like getting to know your siblings as adults. You know, because you go to college and then graduate and then kind of do your separate things with yeah. your work, and then it's kind of like how do we interact? Like right. not just on the holidays, and so. It's been really fun, like for my sister Amber and I to to take those trips, set aside money, set aside time, to just, be um, just to be together and yeah, and catch up. And there are real conversations that happen along the way. That remember when that happened? Yeah, what was that like for you? I you know, like unpacking that. things that maybe at that point that certain things happen. Mm -hmm. It's just not we don't even have what we need to right. be able to really unpack it. You know, sometimes so. I love that. So during the pandemic, and of course, mm. never when you really want to find it, um, 
So unfortunately, as I shared, I'm the oldest of five. My youngest sister and my immediate brother passed away years ago. Hmm. One of the things that my mother shared with us, gosh, a few years back, is that she'd always wanted to do like a girl's trip with her daughters. I was like, let's make it happen. Yeah, let's Let's do it. We'll figure it out. The pandemic happened. Mm. I was like, you know what? That's, That's, I mean, we're all off, right? (laughs) I'm not working. My sister's not working. My mom's retired. We'll figure it out. We drove. So I drove from Dayton to Cal- mm. to Sturgis, picked up my mom to Kalamazoo, Michigan, um, to pick up my sister. And then we, she, my mother always wanted to go to uh, Denver. And mm. I was like, you've never been to Denver. She goes, but I've always wanted to drive it. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. We had a ball. We would oh. just decide, Google, what are the attractions? Mm-hmm. Figure out between the three of us, is it something we wanted to see? Was it going to be worth whatever diversion it was? And then... What was next? Where was our stop to get to the next state? Mm. It was a ball. It was a ball. Yeah. And to your point, being able to unpack some of the things that, you know, as siblings, well, I thought you did this and I thought you said this, or I, it has felt like you're the favorite or whatever those things are to have those tough and, and really important conversations in a, in a manner that says, I'm human. Mm-hmm. I see that you're human and I love you, period. And we're going to navigate this thing called life mm-hmm. to the best of our abilities together, you know, more connected, hopefully, after this time. And so that's a thing. And, and as I think about Italy and Paris and, mm. you know, mom and I are planning our next trip. Down, down, down. Are you? <laughs> love it. <laughs> so stay tuned. Okay. We will. Yeah. We'll have to have you back on the podcast yes. to share about the next trip. Well, yes. <laughs> Liz, one thing that I think we'd be amiss not to talk about um, as kind of we close out here is being intentional. And as we roll into 2023, you know, with the new year, um, I think those two words have really been on my mind um, in thinking about this year. And being intentional can look a lot of different ways, right? Mm -hmm. But like when you think of being intentional, I know that's something we've talked about a lot over the last few years as a value of ours. Um, Why is that important for you? Just what would be your your wisdom or your thoughts moving into this next year in that regard? I love the question. And it really... Now, five years ago, I was trying to think of, okay, when did the Lord give me be intentional? And I kept thinking, okay, is that Mm. my word? Is that, or there's my, is that like a thing for a period? And the Holy Spirit said, no, this is the way I want you to walk out how you love others, how you reflect me, how, how you live life Mm. is with intentionality. And so, um, what it looks like. I am a fan of quotes. So Zig Ziglar once said, <laughs> yeah. people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Hmm. So that's one. My grandmother often said that, you know, it is all about the little things. So the accumulation of little things is not so little. So those two huh. pieces around being intentional, calling people when the Lord says, you know what? reach out and touch this person, writing notes, listening, Hmm. pausing, um, praying. You talked about, you know, what does praying without ceasing look like? Sometimes it's simply, you know, making sure that you have a a pen and you write down, oh, this person's on Hmm. my mind and, and I'm not sure, Lord. 
it's not this big, I, I, and I know I'm this for me, especially about 10 years ago, I got hung up in what is the process? Mm. You know, okay, should I have three Bibles and I need a study Bible and I need this and a <laughs> concordance and I need that. And, um, okay, I want to spend 10 minutes doing this and I'm going to set a timer to do that. And I'll tell you what, it didn't work. <laughs> so my intentionality was yeah. like, and the Holy Spirit kept bringing me back to when I give you the time, when I mm. give you the unction, that's when you're supposed to do it. That's huh. when you're supposed to do it. It's not, you see someone and, and it's on your heart or you can tell and you say, oh, I'm going to pray for you. Mm. No, it's, hey, do you mind? I just feel led to pray. Mm -hmm. And if that's the way the Lord allows it, then do it then. Sometimes it's, you can feel the tension and you know, okay, I'm supposed to pray for that person. They may not be in a space where they can receive it. So Lord, I'm asking for your covering for mm -hmm. that person right now. And I, I'm trusting yeah. you're going to bring an opportunity back. So it's all about those little things, paying attention to the details, Yeah, you know, with, with the heart you know, really tuned into, okay, God, I'm trying to hear you with my heart. Hmm. Yeah, that's great. Uh, earlier you said, stay with me with something mm -hmm. God had put on your heart. And even as you were talking about being intentional, that that's really stuck with me. Um, in this podcast is, yeah. is just that reminder of as we go into 2023, what does it look like for us? What does it look like mm -hmm. for you to be intentional and starting with staying close to God, you know, just that reminder of like, whatever God wants us to do that day and caring for people, loving people, serving people, lifting them up, um, the small things or the big things, it all starts with staying with me, right? Yeah. Staying close to God and, and hearing his voice and, and not to make it super, no, you know, exactly. mystical, but just like creating that silence in that space and becoming aware of the people around us. Where when he says, I want you to go encourage that person, mm -hmm. you know, that we're able to actually hear that and listen and do it and, do it mm -hmm. and just keep it simple. Like it, you said, and those simple things, the small things add up. It matters. It totally matters. Yeah. Human, our flesh, we think it has to have fireworks and sparkles totally. and all the things, but no, it's a sticky note. Sure. You know, it's a, hey, you were on my mind today, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or it's a unexpected cup of coffee or hot chocolate. Totally. Know? And your intentionality, Liz, honestly, is one of the things I like most about you or appreciate most about you. So, um, yeah. So thanks. Yeah. Whether it's the text message, whether it's the, I've got a ticket to a concert, you want to come, you know, just the moments where it's like the Lord knew I needed that. And I want, you know, that that's something I would enjoy. Um, just the invitations, like, yeah, just means a lot. So. Thank you. Thanks for our friendship. Oh, thank, thank you for doing for this, this podcast with us. Do you have any last words kind of as we I would close? say, yeah, I would love to pray us out. If that's totally. Okay. Awesome. That'd be great. Heavenly Father, we come before you grateful for this moment and a reminder of your grace. Hmm. You cover us intentionally. So help us, Lord, to be intentional in serving your other kids. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us on this podcast episode today of Priceless Backstories. Stay priceless.